Welcome to the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. Each week, we'll be bringing you conversations about the mission of the Salvation Army right here in East Tennessee. For more information about the show and the work the Salvation Army is doing here in Knoxville, Tennessee, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org forward slash BTS. Or you can visit SalvationArmyKnoxville.org. And we are here with another episode of the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. Thank you so much for joining us. We do have in the house, I'm going to name the names all around the table here. To my left is Miss Donut, a.k.a. Donna Wright. She is the Social Services Director here at the Salvation Army Knoxville, and she has her finger on the pulse of all that goes on here, social services speaking, for the Knoxville Salvation Army. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. Yeah, see, I thought so. And uh, and then also... All, except for the donut part. <laughs> except for the donut part. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so then also to her left is the co-host of the Salvation Army Behind the Shield. The elusive Janine. co-host. <laughs> You're not elusive today. You're here. Janine Eckhart is in the house. Thank you very much. And all the way around the table... You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. All the way around the table to the other side is Joan. I don't know your last Joan, name, Joan. Oh my gosh. Phillips. Joan Phillips. You know, wow, that sounds like that sounds like you should be a TV anchor, like a news anchor. I was about to say that same thing. Yeah, isn't that great? Okay. So <laughs> back to you, Joan Phillips. That's right. And now to Joan Phillips. Okay. Well, Joan, um, we're here to talk to you first because you know, you are you actually are a success story here at the Knoxville Salvation Army. Um and not just a story, you're a, a person, you know, and not just a news anchor with a great name. You are uh, a, a wonderful individual who is the face of the Salvation Army Knoxville to many people who walk in those front doors. That's right. Yeah. And so I would like, if, if you would please share with us and our listening audience, just a little bit about your story, how you came to the Salvation Army, you know, what brought you here and, um, and you know, just how God made all that happen. And you're going to need to speak directly into the microphone. Talk in the mic. Okay. My name is Joan, and I came to the Salvation Army about a year and three months ago. Uh And I'm originally from Oak Ridge, Mm -hmm. and I have two children and three grandkids. Okay. Mm -hmm. What brought me here was I was broken. Yeah. And a lot of things entail that. But since I've been here, I've become more confident and I've got my spirit back. Because the way the Salvation Army works is they use everything in coordination, like the women's programs and the men's programs. They kind of intercede with the worship services here and the opportunities that you have. Um. And then they came to me and asked me, did I want to work for them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was tickled pink because I'm a retired school teacher, 28 yeah. years. And, you know, it, it's really hard to want to walk back and bounce back because once you're beaten down, it's hard to gain that, that confidence yeah. back. Mm-hmm. And the people around here, they, they uplift you. They make you feel like a human being mm-hmm. instead of just somebody on the street. Yeah. And they do that with everybody. I've, I've watched all the people that work here, how they uh, communicate with the public and 
different things. And it's just, I've, I've never been around a place like this before. Yeah. And it, it's, it's heart wrenching yeah. to say the least. So it's fair to say that when you see someone come in those doors, you have a perspective that, you know, you, you understand where they're at. Um, and I think that's important. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So when they come in, they're not greeted by someone who doesn't know what they're going through or have gone through, or at least have some idea, you know, what it's like to be in that situation. Well, you know, you have to have an open mind to Mm -hmm. work here and an open heart and soul. Yeah. Um, because you never know what their need is. Right. And it's different for everybody. And especially in this day and age, you know, we're seeing more and more of brokenness mm-hmm. in different ways. And we have to be there for those people. That's the right thing to do. Yeah. You're a retired school teacher, uh, which tells me you're an educated woman. Um, so how did you wind up in a position where you needed a place like the Salvation Army? Oh, um, it was like a snowball effect. Mm-hmm. And when you settle for things that are not in your comfort zone, yeah. then it, it'll eventually take over you. Yeah. Um, I never thought in a million years that it would happen to me. Mm-hmm. But the thing about that is I wouldn't change where I'm at at this moment in time yeah. for any place that I've ever been in my life. Um, like I said, you know, They've given me back my soul and my spirit. It mm-hmm. was there, yeah. but they helped me find it again, and God. Yeah. And, you know, I, I I look back and think, what could I have done differently? But I don't think that's the message God is trying to give me. Right. Because, you know, we're, one of, we're people that we learn from our mistakes, and that's what's going to make us stronger mm-hmm. and better people. And like you said, how to deal with other people. So, you know, I you get a lot of people here, and all of their situations are very, very different. That's why you can't fit into a puzzle mm-hmm. like everybody else. My situation's mm-hmm. different than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. And I come from a very um, large family, mm-hmm. and they're very supportive and everything. But this was something that I had to do myself yeah. mm-hmm. in order to find myself not my family. Yeah. Um, and for that, I'm very thankful that I've made it this far. I know when I walked in the doors over a year ago, I wouldn't lift my head up. Mm-hmm. And today, I, you know, I'm happy, I smile, and there's so much to be grateful for. And like I said, God's part of that, but you all are too. Yeah. And I'm very thankful for that. Amen. Good deal. Miss Donut, mm-hmm. do you have anything you'd like to add being the, um, you know, social services director? You know, I always say that we are boots on the ground for the Lord and we are his hands. We are his hands and his heart because God's heart, he, he, he loves the brokenhearted and those who are of a contrite spirit. He's near. And so it is a privilege and an honor to be his vessel, to be his instrument in his service and and taking a part of uh, God's healing process and also his restoration, his desire to see everyone healed and restored. 
And so uh, it is just an honor to see you, Joan, as part of many who have come through the program and are a great testimony to the love of God. Yeah. Amen. Oh, what a nice compliment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's I think it's important to um, I <laughs> just cut beans off. Go ahead, say what you like to say, beans. Well, it, it wasn't much. I was just going to say. Now you said when you walked through the door, um, you couldn't hold your head up, and now I just think of all the people who you see walking through the door, and they can't hold their head up, and they see your smiling face oh. now, and I just I love that because I love seeing your smiling face every day when I walk through the door, and sometimes I'm having a tough day and. I walk through the door and I see Joan's smiling face and that does a lot for me. So God's using you here. Well, one thing I've noticed about everybody here, no matter what their position is, they treat everybody the same and with compassion and they take time out for them. They're never in a hurry. Mm -hmm. And that amazes me because you know how in this day and age, people are just fast, fast, fast. They yeah. never stop to breathe. And, I mean, I've seen people that were just distraught in the lobby. And a staff member will walk by, no matter who they are, and stop them and mm-hmm. start talking to them and praying with them. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is wonderful. Yeah. You don't get that everywhere. No, that's true. That's very true. Uh, my last stop before I came here was in the corporate world and um, a streaming company, which, you know, it, uh, it was it was a good company as far as being successful at making money. And they did that well. Um, but there wasn't there wasn't much of, uh, you know, compassion. And, you know, it was all about results, money and, and, and profit and which is not necessarily a bad thing for a for a company. But. When it comes to, you know, the opportunity to stop and pray with someone, you know, um, for those of us that believe in the power of prayer, it's nice to be able to employ that and just say, you know, and then and make it part of our job as opposed to just being something we do while we're at work. Exactly. And so it's a privilege uh, is what I'm trying to say. Um, it's not something you see everywhere. And it's a privilege for those of us that are called uh, to do this kind of work. Uh, so thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Joan. You're, uh, you truly are an inspiration to many people here. Uh, the first time I saw you, you were working with beans on something down in the core. That's me, Janine. <laughs> you were working with her somewhere down in the core, hanging things on the wall or something. And, and, uh, and I saw you, and you were very nice and everything. And I was like, oh, hi. And, uh, you know, I was just getting to know people here myself. And so um, I didn't know who you were. Next thing I know, you're in the, the booth out there saying hi to people. And I was like, wait a minute. Um, I'm not sure what her relationship is with this place. You know, I didn't know. Um, cause I was, the, I thought you were a resident and then, and you were, but then you were working there and I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. She's a staff member. I should probably know who that is. But <laughs> so, <laughs> so I made sure to get your name pretty quickly, but, but I just want to tell you, thank you, uh, for what you do for embracing the fact. And, and I'm going to be very transparent with you here. I have a hard time looking back at my past and not thinking, man, I wish I had done that differently. Um, on a regular basis, not just like every now and then, but on a, <laughs> on a regular basis, looking back and thinking, man, uh, really, what could be different now if I had just done this differently back then? And But I love that you mentioned that in your story, that that's not the message that God's giving to you. The message for you is that you're grateful for where you are now. 
And those things in your past, maybe that you don't wish you had done differently, that contributed to where you are right now. For sure, but they don't define me. That's right. That's so important. That's right. So for, for, for those that are out there and they may be finding themselves in a similar situation uh, that you were in, what would you have to say to them today? Reach out. Reach out to God and reach out to your local Salvation Army yeah. or, or any kind of place that has services like that because people are there to truly help you. Yeah. You know, and that's hard to ask for help. But yeah. You'll be okay. Amen. That's good stuff. And just remember that when it comes to our past, it's not, it does not define us. It's not who we are. It's what we've done. That mm. helps us propel for it, for, for the future. I like it. And I'm always reminded of the, the, the scripture, and I'm terrible at remembering the the address of scriptures, but I can remember that I can quote the words, but I never remember the, des- the, 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 where it's located. Anyway, um, when, when, uh, when he says what, you know, what the enemy meant for evil, God used for good. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that happen over and over again in my life. God's clearly had a hand on me. He's got a hand on you. And each of us around this table, uh, can attest to the fact that through no good goodness of our own, God has spared us from a number of, of calamities and brought us through some, some really tough things in spite of ourselves and put us in a place where he can use us. And, uh, and I, for one, am grateful for that. And I know all of us around the table are. Uh, but for those of you out there that are listening, if you find yourself in a situation where you're, you're desperate for help, please, just like Joan said, reach out to your local Salvation Army. Um, one of the ways to do that, you can call us here in Knoxville at 865-525-9401. If you're in a, in a place right now where you can't make a phone call safely, then please go to our website, salvationarmyknoxville.org, and you can use the contact us form there to, to get word to us that you need help. Uh, please do that. And, of course, you can always uh, make an appointment uh, to come in and speak to one of our social services folks uh, that will help get you the help you need. Okay, well, we're going to go to a quick break. Uh, when and when we come back, we're going to be uh, we're going to be joined by Major Cam with our weekly devotional, and uh, so we're looking forward to that. And then, Joan, if you can, we'd love for you to stay for the next segment if you can. Uh, and Miss Donut, I know she would love to, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Well, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and go to a break. When we come back again, we're going to be joined by Major Cam in our weekly do- weekly devotional. I'm having trouble speaking. It's anyway. Yes, you are. All right. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Hi, and welcome back to more of the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. And joining us once again is the Major Cameron Henderson with this week's devotional. Sir? One of the things that um, I've enjoyed... Uh, preaching and teaching, but uh, studying it and discovering in my own life and then realizing, man, I struggle trying to relay the point that I, I love so much when I read it to uh, either an audience or a, 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 a group gathered for, for study or worship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think, man, I wish that I could say this God's Word so much better. <laughs> um, and uh, one of the... One of the uh, studies that I have done recently and I really enjoyed. It's a study from first and second Samuel 
watching holiness in the Old Testament. We tend to look at um, holiness, personal holiness, in the New Testament, and um, and but the holiness of the old, watching holiness of the old, it's the same God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but He is doing different things and new things in the New Testament, certainly for sure. Um, however, you can you can see what God does um, in the Old Testament in the life of Samuel the prophet and then Saul the first king and then David in the books of first and second Samuel and just kind of watch holiness the the gift of it and the struggle with it and and then the giftingness of it um, through um, these these three people yeah. and it's neat to watch and it's fun to watch and I was I was just doing my own devotions. In First and Second Samuel, little by little, I started going, "Ooh, that's like a, oh wait, ooh, that's," and so it was just fun. So I enjoy yeah. that holiness series, the preaching that uh, preaching series on it, and I'd love to share um, just a glimpse of the the last part of it because um, uh, last week I spoke um, a little bit about what God was doing in in our in our life and heart and mm-hmm. and willing to. Um, receive from us or take away from us our our corrupt world uh, worldly um, uh, nature and give us and share with us his divine nature yeah. and um, and David brings that to life. I'm not going to tell you a story of David per se, um, um, but what I want to do is show it to you in one, something that David wrote in Psalm 18, mm-hmm. but it's also pulled out of when, when David wrote it in Second Samuel. 22. Right. But I'm going to look at it from the Psalm 18 uh, perspective. It's it's all, it's basically word for word. Um, so anyway, um, but I think we'll have some fun with it. I, I enjoy it a lot. It's just wonderful to see what God is doing in the life of David and and then to watch and say, see, God, would you do that in, in my life as well? And, yeah. and it starts here. Um, uh, it starts here watching, you know, who God is, and you see David confessing and, and sharing the truth of who God is in, in Psalm 18, um, verse 1, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my Savior. My God is my rock, in whom I find protection. He's my shield. He's the power that saves me in places in and my place of safety. So he is my shield, the power that saves me and my place of safety. Mm-hmm. I call on the Lord who is worthy of praise. It goes on to describe the ropes of death entangled me and this happened and the earth quaked and trembled and, and these things happened with me. And But in your command, Lord, the blast of your breath, you know, it, it couldn't be it, uh, the uh, the enemy or the thing against me or even the earth couldn't uh, stand against you. And so it goes, goes the psalm goes on, um, as David's psalms do anyway. And um, he reached down, verse 16, he reached down and heaven rescued me, drew me out of deep waters. You almost see a Jonah uh, depiction there anyway. And so here you see David just working through places in his life when he says, God, you're my strength. God, you're my shield. Um, yeah, I love you, Lord. And so and just in all these different ways and these more specific examples, he, he keeps relaying that. And to the faithful, you show yourself faithful. And um, to the integrity, you show yourself integrity. Um, and he keeps going that. And then in verse 29, in your strength, I can crush an army with God. I can scale any wall. And so he's, he's saying, Lord, you are powerful. You are my strength. You are my shield. 
uh, it's just wonderful. And it ends, uh, not the psalm doesn't end, but that little section for me ends in verse 30. God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He's a shield for all who look to him for protection. Who For who is God except the Lord? But our God is a solid rock. That's powerful. Just if you want to look for a psalm of praise, a way to say, God, uh, the difference between a, a Thanksgiving song and a song of praise, God, you've done stuff for me, is, mm-hmm. um, is um, and it's in here too, but you've done this for me, I thank you. Yeah. But you are characterized this way, I praise you. I praise you yeah. um, because you are strong. You are a shield. You are whatever else. And I thank you because your shield protects me. I, I thank you because in your strength you uh, are you are stronger than my enemies. So, yeah. but all those praises, God, your way is perfect. Um, your way is perfect. Who is God except the Lord? And then what really I, uh, excited me as I was reading more and more was David beginning to take on the character of God, that he just gave attributes as, as God. He just yeah. said were the attributes of God, and David begins to say, you're giving me these attributes. So at, at first, the um, David is imputed the power of God and the strength of, of God. You are strong for me, you are my shield, and those things. But we're going to begin to see David um, having God's attributes imparted into him. Yeah. And so he is now taking on these things. Watch in verse 32. God arms me with strength, and he makes my way perfect. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. He trains my hand for battle. He strengthens my arm to draw a bronze bow. You have given me your shield of victory. Your right hand supports me, and your help has made me great. You've made a wide path for my feet to keep me from slipping. I'm going to stop. It, it keeps on going. Um, again, I could keep on. I could keep on going. Yeah. Um, and maybe we'll end with the end of that psalm because I don't want to butcher the psalm. But, um, but I, I, I love to bring out this point: is is that look how David recognizes you are strong, you are a shield, your way is perfect. Yeah. And then he moves into, well, God arms me with strength. Mm-hmm. I think the NIV or another version says. You're making me strong. Mm-hmm. You make my way perfect. That, that's scary for us humans to say, except when we say, well, but, it, but it's not because of me. Right. It's because of his glory and goodness, like right. we talked about uh, last week. It's because he wants to give himself to me. He wants to restore his image in me that I ruined. Mm-hmm. He wants to restore that image. So here, I, I'm, I'm, I'm rambling too much, but here it is. God arms me with strength. You almost see him going, what's going on here? And he makes my way perfect. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. He trains my hand for battle. He strengthens my arm to, to draw a bronze bow. You have given me your shield. He is my shield. Verse 2. Verse 35, he has given, you have given me your shield. Your right hand supports me. Your help has made me great. Those are 
big statements mm-hmm. and statements that we kind of shy away from. You know, oh, I'm, oh, it's not me. You know, whatever. Oh, you know, it's God. <laughs> you know, that's true. It is. It is God, but it's also you mm-hmm. because God's in you and God is doing it in you. If David yeah. were to say, oh, "I'm nothing. I'm a wimp," people would say. You're a liar. We all know you're strong and powerful. Yeah. Instead of that, tell us why you're strong and powerful. It's because God in me, he's making me strong and powerful. That's right. He is making me great, as in um, as in strong and as in, um, uh, uh, well, just, just that, great, um, yeah. as in um, su- superior to, to, the, to the enemies. He makes my way perfect and complete. He's making all these things. So uh, without going through them again and again, although I can, I can go through them again and again, like him going, I can't believe this. Look what's happening to me. Only a little boy, David, we sing that in, well, I don't know. We sang it in Sunday school. I don't know mm-hmm. if, I don't know if Sunday school still exists, but anyway, <laughs> we sang it in Sunday school. Uh, we still occasionally sing it in our Sunday school, those kinds of songs. And uh, this little boy, David, is discovering that God Almighty has is making me great and powerful, strengthening my arm, and um, and I, and I love this at the end. It's a hint at, at as to who it is. Your right hand supports me. Who's his right hand? Christ. Mm-hmm. Christ has sent his Holy Spirit onto this earth. So your Holy Spirit is in me, supporting me, giving me your help, making me great, turning me, giving me into. An image like yours, I I love that. That is Amen. holiness. That is Wesleyan holiness, as far as I understand it and coming mm-hmm. to understand it. God, God's Hesed love, giving Himself to me and changing who I am into who He wants me to be. Mm-hmm. The end of that Psalm says this: "The Lord lives. Praise to my Rock. May the God of my salvation be exalted." You've heard that before, right? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise to my rock. May the God of my salvation be exalted. Amen. Amen. We'll be right back. Okay. Just let this nice <laughs> feel. Shoot. And we're back with more. The Salvation Over is Behind the Shield. Thank you so much to Major Kim for bringing us uh, our weekly devotional. We uh, still have Donna Wright, Social Services Director, Janine Eckhart, a.k.a. Beans, the co-host of the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield, and also Joan Phillips, the weekend anchor. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us for another segment here of the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. We're so glad to be here. Miss Donut, actually, since mentioning, since I'm calling you by your nickname, I just want to make a a, a quick shout-out to a new partner of ours, uh, Richie Cream Donuts. Oh, yes. Uh, provided yeah. some some lovely, um, you know. Uh, uh, Thanks, guys. Donuts. Yes. yes thank, thank you very you. much. Dustin and Josh with mm-hmm. Richie Cream Donuts, you guys are rock stars. Thank you so much for for donating some, uh, some delicious donuts for our folks in our shelters and as well as our staff members are enjoying those as well. Thank you so much. Uh, so if you're ever in the neighborhood of Richie Cream Donuts over in Maryville or in Knoxville over on North Shore, or not on North Shore, is it on North Shore? Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's on North Shore. Anyway, so if you're ever in the neighborhood around Richie so. Cream Donuts, please go there and tell them that Salvation Army said you should. Okay. Okay. Now, okay. Miss Donut, 
Donna Wright, social services director, please share with us some things that are going on in the social services section of the Knoxville Salvation Army. We would love to hear about what's going on and maybe some things you need some help with. Well, um, the social services department consists of uh, residential programs, and we have a program for uh, single men and women who are experiencing domestic violence. We also have an emergency assistance program for individuals and families who are of low income, and uh, we provide food and utilities, clothing, or hygiene products. Uh, did I say product? <laughs> you did you say product. It. It's all right, though. That's right. So, um, yeah, and it, it is amazing how, you know, food prices, gas prices, everything has gone up, and the need is, is growing even more. So uh, we will welcome your donations if you have food or uh, hygiene items uh, to donate, then we will greatly appreciate that. Uh, also, we have uh, a Bridge of Hope program which I'm going to expound on, and it is for single homeless men. Uh, it is a transitional housing program that is long-term, and it is a uh, permanent supportive housing model. So, therefore, it's like three-plus years, and it's for men who are experiencing uh, extensive barriers to obtaining permanent housing, which we see every day. And I'll expound on that a little bit more. And also we have the emergency shelter component for single homeless men. And uh, personally, I'm, I, am, I am speaking on a personal level here. And what I've seen and experienced is that that number of uh, men who are single and who are homeless is underreported. And also those who are experiencing domestic violence is underreported. Mm-hmm. I understand it's not taken away from women and children. It's not taken away from women who are homeless or experiencing domestic violence. But I see a growing number among the men population. And uh, I just want to uh, raise an awareness of that, that they experience trauma. And also, as Joan mentioned before, brokenness. Also, they may have alcohol or uh, what I say, a substance misuse mm-hmm. and mental illness. And that's common among uh, other populations. But I just want to raise awareness of of that targeted par- population. My heart goes out to them because you see them on the street and they're, uh, what is it, um, marginalized. Mm-hmm. And they are, well, you know, they can... They're single. They don't have ch- children. They may have right. children, but they they have broken homes. And mm-hmm. also what caused that may be may have been uh, mental illness or uh, substance misuse. So we are reaching out to them also and giving them the love of God through us mm-hmm. and offering them an opportunity to rebuild their lives. But I my heart goes out because I, I really believe that that population is underreported and underrepresented. Uh, so I just want to encourage those who are out there who have a heart for single homeless men to reach out to the Salvation Army and we will appreciate any donation, monetary donation that you might have. Uh, yep. So on that note, I'll turn it back over to yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I'll say something. Um, also, will? yeah, that, <laughs> well, that made me think of Christmas, Miss Donna. Um, we were talking about the men at Christmas, um, because we were trying to get a little more assistance with, um, our 
male residents at Christmas because during Christmas, um, we have a lot of people who want to help our women's shelter and our women's programs, but we don't always, you know, our men's programs are kind of forgotten at Christmas, right? I think, um, because people just, um, they know we have a domestic violence program. Mm -hmm. And so, and women and children, right. Women and children. So, um, yes, which is very important, very important. Um, but then we also have the bridge of hope, which is also extremely important. And we have, we have this huge building full of men and they need Christmas too. So when Christmas rolls around, if you want to give to our male residents, we would, we would love that. Absolutely. And what I like to, I like to mention on that note, um, the fact that uh, yes, you can donate. You can go online right now at SalvationArmyKnoxville.org if you'd like to give online. Um, you can do that right now. The thing is, when it comes to these programs, uh, yes, we do the red kettles at Christmas time, but we 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 do this all year long, mm-hmm. and we are helping people all year long. So we need folks to come online and partner with us. You know, and one of the things I want to mention, and, and I get asked this a lot actually, uh, in my normal day-to-day stuff when I'm speaking to a new business or potential business partner. Uh, one of the questions I, I've been asked a lot lately is you guys are a faith-based organization. Yes, we are. Um, but I, us being faith-based, we're actually a church. We actually have church services here on our property. We have a chapel where every Sunday morning we have worship services, just like any other church would. Wednesday nights we have Bible study. Um, but <clears throat> that being said, our faith isn't isn't part of our curriculum for our, for our residents here. It's actually just the reason why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Because of our faith is what propels us to do this work. Not, and that I'm asked this question, do you guys require people to go to church services? Do you require them to study their Bible and reach biblical milestones and things? And I'm like, I'm like no, we do not require that. Right. There's no way you can be here and not know that it's a faith-based organization. It's because it's very evident in the way people treat others, in in the, the the you know the way we speak, the way people carry themselves. It's absolutely a faith based place, but again, that propels. That's our reason for doing what we do. We don't require certain things. We don't require people to go to church. They're absolutely welcome to. And just so you know, if you're just because you're not a resident at a Salvation Army shelter. doesn't mean you can't come to church. That's right. That's Salvation Army. They need church members. They need soldiers yeah. to, to come on board and to work in this in, in this thing. And if you just want to come and worship on Sunday mornings. We would love to have you. Absolutely. At 409 North Broadway mm-hmm. in Knoxville. Love to have you here. We're a fun worship. group. Well, fun? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. At church? We have fun on Sundays, <laughs> worshiping Jesus. <laughs> so Janine is actually a soldier as well as a staff member. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's, I think that's kind of cool. She got wear, youth programs. You wear a uniform? Yeah. She's definitely, if you've ever watched the news, matter of fact, this oh past, last year, last year we did our Red Kettle kickoff at the, uh, the Ice Bears game. And Janine was in full uniform. She represented the Salvation Army. Yeah, Knoxville. Ron just threw me on there. It was great. You did yeah. a great job. You, you've got a you've got a great career in broadcasting. Okay, yeah. <laughs> anyway, come join us yes. on Sunday if Please you would do. like to. Please Even do. if it's just to see how see how we do things. Yep. Or on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. 
Absolutely. And that's Bible study, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, or uh, women's ministries on Thursdays at 11 a.m. Wow. All right, then. Uh, so for more information, and again, if you'd like to make a donation to help with any of these programs, uh, we would love to have you as a, as a partner in ministry. You can find us, uh, find the donate button on our website, salvationarmyknoxville.org. You can give us a call at 865-525-9401. Anytime you'd like to call, just ask for Ron. You can ask for Kayla as well. Kayla Klein, she's the other half of the de- the development team here. And Beans has something to say. I can tell because her index finger oh, is extended. Oh, I love she's, how she's he calls pointing. me Beans on the radio. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, you can hit us up on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Go to our Facebook page, and you can see pictures of us. We post pictures of what we do here. I don't know why that's funny. It's not <laughs> Wait, we have a Facebook page? We have a Facebook page. Stop it. Yeah, Are you serious? the Salvation Army of Knoxville. <laughs> the Salvation Army of Knoxville Facebook page. Uh, and just in case you're listening to this and you're not in Knoxville, it's okay. You've probably got a Salvation Army local to you. Yes. And you can go to SalvationArmyUSA.org. A lot of people don't know that. That's absolutely right. You've probably got one near you. You may just not have heard about them. Yeah. Go to SalvationArmyUSA.org and you can find any any and all cores that are near you. We have one if you're in Blunt County right now, and we have a Maryville core. If you'd like to get a hold of them, please. A core is a Salvation Army. That's a good. Church. Okay, thank you for clarifying. See, Ron that. is using a lot of vernacular. Yeah, that you terms. guys. Yeah, I've learned that you have to explain this stuff. You yeah. do sometimes. It's true. Uh, and also in Sevierville, if you're in Sevierville, Sevier County, uh, we have a core up there, uh, which we just explained is a what? Uh, a Salvation Army. It's a Salvation a, Army. A church. A we have, yes, building. and they have church services in Sevierville every Sunday morning. You can go to worship service there as well. That's Lieutenants Melissa and Rashad Poole. Uh, over in Maryville, that's Lieutenant Andrew Lewis. Um, and uh, again, for any and all of that information, you can always find us at SalvationArmyKnoxville.org or give us a call at 865-525-9401. We Fun do. fact, real quick. Okay. Um, the Salvation Army is in over 130 countries now. How, over what? 130 countries. Are you serious? Yeah. And we have We're a Facebook page too? We're all over the place. Knoxville has a Facebook page. We also have Instagram. Maryville has a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, Georgia, <laughs> all those Salvation Armies have a Facebook page. Georgia. We're all over the place. Why'd you say Georgia? I don't know. It you're, just came to mind. Are you a Bulldog fan? You no. are, aren't you? No. Well, my wife's a Duke fan. What I'm trying to say is we are everywhere. <laughs> I'm a UT fan. She's Ron a UT football fan. trailing off now. <laughs> I am really. Yeah. We got to go to a break. But when we come back, uh, we will uh, all still be hanging out. So please come right back. We'll be right here. I'll tell you more about the Salvation Army and <laughs> where we're at. We'll be right back in just a little bit. Thank you. We should have an episode where I just talk about that. And welcome back to the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. This is the show, as yep. we mentioned before, where you learn all about the Salvation Army. All about it. What we do, why we do it, and those of us who are working in the Salvation Army and benefiting from the Salvation Army. We heard from Joan, uh, Joan Phillips, earlier in the show, and so we're grateful to Joan for stopping by. And also, Miss Donna Wright. uh, She is the Social Services Director here in the Knoxville Salvation Army. And you shared with us a number of things about some of the programs that we have here. And I had a question about some of the numbers. Yeah. Uh, What's... uh, Retention rates? Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. 
What is that? Well, um, my focus is on the Bridge of Hope program for single homeless men. And uh, we have 41 beds for the transitional housing component and also 12 beds for the emergency uh, 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 shelter component and those beds pretty much stay full and we have an overflow last time i checked which was the other day uh the bridge of hope transitional housing program which is 41 bed we had 44 okay and also the uh shelter beds we the capacity is 12 and we had 13 so we are constantly having to put uh people in an an overflow Mm -hmm. and those components those programs we have over a 95 percent really about a 98 percent retention rate meaning that there is a great need we have some overturn but not a lot and it's because of significant barriers such as uh credit history and also low income and also um, like I mentioned before, the mental uh, illnesses and mm-hmm. the substance abuse. But, you know, I, I remember that we had a, a resident that, you know, he said that he could not live on his own, not at that time, simply because he wouldn't make it and because his uh, drug use was so intense and so you know, he just felt like Joan mentioned before, he just felt, uh, I'm going to say this, so lost and so broken mm-hmm. and that he could not live on his own. But living in the uh, Bridge of Hope program, which is, like I said before, is a permanent supportive housing model, he felt safe and he has thrived. Mm-hmm. He has thrived, and That's he's awesome. been in that program over two years. So we're talking about over two years of sobriety. And uh, I just want to reiterate that that program and that population is underrepresented. And we would greatly appreciate anything, even volunteering. We would appreciate monetary donations. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And Janine hadn't brought up something because people ask the question, uh, if I give to the Knoxville Salvation Army, is that money go somewhere else to be used, like over in California or something? No. No, it doesn't? No, Ron. No. It stays in Knoxville. That's right. So anytime... Your donations to Knoxville stay in Knoxville. That's right. If you donate to the Sevierville Corps, uh, it's going to stay there. If you donate to the Maryville Corps, those donations are used there. All of us who are boots on the ground uh, at these individual corps, whether it's Knoxville, whether it's Nashville, whether it's Chattanooga... Um, they are responsible for raising their own funds. So mm-hmm. here locally, if you give to the Salvation Army here locally, it stays right here locally to help people. And as Miss Donna just just gave us a good picture of, the need is great here. Uh, we could use an expansion. We could use more beds. We could use uh, more of everything that we need to help people to provide for their needs. And you can be a big part of that. Uh, please, if you are... Uh, if you are listening to us right now and thinking, what would God have me do? I, I would encourage you to pray about it um, and and ask God, you know, if he would have you to partner with the Salvation Army and what we do here. Um, you can do that by going to our website, SalvationArmyKnoxville.org. You can give us a call at 865-525-9401. And always feel free to stop by, too. And you can always hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Facebook. And Instagram. Instagram. That's right. We'd love to hear from you there as well. Um, And if you'd like to volunteer, we have a lot of volunteer needs. So you're thinking, hey, I can't give monetarily, but I've got a little free time. So you can find our volunteer needs all listed, and you can register for those needs at volunteereasttennessee.com. And, of course, 
you know, volunteers are so important. Yeah, and they are. And we, we could not do anything without volunteers. We have one program in particular, Honestly. don't we? Where you need a lot of volunteers? Well, we have homework club, and I do need a lot of volunteers <laughs> for that. But, like, I've heard yes. Of and I would love to talk for hours about homework club. We don't have but hours. I, yeah, I know. But <laughs> everything, like um, our kitchen, our, you know, we have volunteers who volunteer with our ladies. Um, gosh, I'm sure Donna and could. We need volunteers yes, for the men. For the men. Okay. Oh, gosh, see, there, <laughs> there I go. Oh, yes. That's an example. I can't believe you did that. I know. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Well, as you've heard, the, the need is great here in the Knoxville area. Uh, and I guarantee you, if you're listening to this today and you don't live in the Knoxville area, I guarantee you there's a Salvation Army near you that could use your help. And so please Definitely. reach out to them, salvationarmyusa.org, and you can find the Salvation Army that's nearest to you. And We're all over the with place. Them. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for us on this episode. Uh, thank you so much to all of our guests today. Joan Phillips, thank you for sharing your story earlier in the show. Thanks, Joan. We are grateful to you uh, for being here. Miss Donna Wright, thank you so much for sharing our social services needs and, and all that we have going on here. Yes. We're grateful to you for what you do and your staff that, you. that work so very hard yes. with them. Oh. And as well as Janine Eckhart, wow. a.k.a. Beans. Mm. Thank you so much for being here as well and for all you do working with the children and everything. Thank you too, Ron. Uh, thank you. you know, for I all just, you do. I'm hanging out being a dude. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. Enjoy <laughs> <laughs> the And I think on next week's episode, we should talk more about the Salvation Army uh-huh. and how we are all over the place. You know what? As it happens, and the we're other things do we that. do. We are going to do that. But the other things that we do all over the oh, place. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Because the Salvation Army does so much. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. All the things. That's it. Until next time, please go out and do the most good to everyone that you meet. Thanks for listening to the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. If you have an idea for a guest or for any questions about the show, reach out to us at ron.day at uss.salvationarmy.org. Or you can visit salvationarmysoundcast.org forward slash BTS for more information.